This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 427, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, November the 16th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I am your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 427 as we take a look at some of the selected comics that came out on Wednesday, November the 16th. Uh, this week, before we get into the comics we're going to talk about, let's first talk about the books I did not get a chance to read, because there's actually a fair bit of them. Uh, there was Archie, Aquaman, Batman, Cyborg, uh, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Lucifer, Nightwing, Suicide Squad, Trinity, Uncle Scrooge, Black Panther, Carnage, Deadpool, Doctor Strange, Jessica Jones, Patsy Walker, Silk. Squadron Supreme, Uncanny Inhumans, and Uncanny X-Men Annual. So with all of that having come out and me having read none of it, what did I get a chance to read? Well, that is a very good question, and without further ado, let's jump right into talking about comics that came out this past week on the 16th. First up, we've got a new issue of All New Wolverine, which is part of the ongoing Enemy of the State 2 storyline. This was issue number... Uh, 14. Um, I like this. It, it, it's got a good sensibility to it, um, especially after the last issue. It's written by Tom Taylor, artwork by Nick Varela. Uh, I really like the this, the style. The opening is... It's it, it's interesting because it really kind of is looking at the fact that Laura was not in control. Something really bad happened. She's going to have to take consequences, you know, pay the... Um, favor the consequences of her actions uh a great kind of a, a way of escaping um from shield but which is kind of terrifying in terms of how much it would have hurt uh her and her uh clone kind of going out on, on a journey having to go the long way around um because you know she's she's kind of in the state right now and having to try and figure things out i really like this i thought it was a, a really cool concept so far um it feels different. Uh, obviously, Enemy of the State is a storyline that comes with a certain weight to the name, um, but I thought it was a, a good way of going about it, and uh, thus far I was kind of really a big fan so far of the storyline, and I think Tom Taylor's doing a great job on this book in general. Um, so I, I really dug this, personally. I think it was a very solid second issue, so I'm going to give it an 8. Next up is Amazing Spider-Man 21. Uh, this is um, basically a glorified backup now to Clone Conspiracy, as Clone Conspiracy is telling the main story, and now we have this just kind of doing tie-ins. And it's okay. It's just not great. It's uh, by Dan Slott and Christos Gage with artwork by Kevin and Coley. Um, it's just a lot of exposition, just kind of seeing, uh, finding out what happened to Kane after Spider-Verse, how he survived, uh, what he's seen. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's borderline interesting because it's really just giving us deeper backstory to what we already saw in Clone Conspiracy number two, and it, that, that does not necessarily a story make. It's just kind of filling in the blanks and explaining things, but it's not really telling a, a full story in and of itself, and that, I, it has arguable merits. Um, it's nice to see Kane, it's nice that there's certain shout-outs to the new warriors and Erasely and everything, but it felt, kind of felt hollow. Um, so I'm going to give it a six and a half, like, uh, maybe just a six. Like it just, I really like Kane. I like Kane as the Scarlet Spider. I found myself a little bit bored by this and I'm a fan of the character. I'm excited to see him back. And just the way that they're kind of making Clone Conspiracy into something else, like 
As I said before, I thought this would be more of an intimate storyline. Making it this more of this sprawling, you know, interdimensional thing makes me less interested because it feels less like a real Spider-Man story. Um, and maybe that's a little subjective. It absolutely is subjective. I have a certain view of what I think a Spider-Man story should be. I don't necessarily think it's a cross-universal, interdimensional story. So this is lacking somewhat for me. Um, so that was a six. Next up is Infamous Iron Man number two by Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev. Uh, it has its moments as a story. First of all, I don't know if I really buy Bangram being this much of a dick, because Bangram, you know, has a rougher exterior, but he is kind of a, a gentle giant, so to speak. And it, here, I didn't feel like we got that. This is not Malieve's best art. Um, the story kind of ends the minute it starts going. Um, I'm gonna give it a five. Like, it's just... Uh, it, there's, there's there's some potential here. Um, it's just taking forever to get to the point, and the artwork just isn't Malieve's best. And it's maybe just something about it. it just it doesn't feel like this is Doom at all. Like I think Doom, since his face has been reconstructed, has been poorly rendered generally, and uh, this just continues that trend. Um, so what did I say? Five out of ten. Yeah, that's about all this deserves. Uh, next up is an issue of Justice League. This is issue number nine. Uh, this is, let's see, it's written by, uh, I don't remember who even wrote this. Um, I believe it's by Brian Hitch. It, it's alright. It's not great. Um, the whole kind of concept that we're getting here isn't that great. Uh, it's by Brian Hitch and artwork by Neil Edwards. Um, uh, I'm not really digging it. I think there's, there's the idea, again, for some potential here in the ideas that are being kind of developed, but I just don't think they're doing enough with it. So I'm going to give it a nice big five, because I just found, again, it's one of those issues. I just kind of found myself bored. Uh, it wasn't interesting. Next up is Old Man Logan number 13. Thank God a great issue. Uh, this is uh, The Last Ronin Part 5, The Wolverine, by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. Um continuing to weave a really epic storyline. Um, the way that they contrast... The, the, it's so weird because it's in the future, but it's still Old Man Logan's past, as well as his current present in his past... Whew, uh, is confusing, but um, just in terms of thinking about it. But the storyline is not confusing. It's very well put together. Um, it's got, again, gorgeous artwork, great end of the story. Uh, this remains one of my kind of top favorite books. And what's interesting is that it's obviously a big, it, you know, it takes place in the Marvel Universe, and there's certain touch points to it, especially in the first arc. But there's nothing beyond that. Like, it feels like a timeless story, which is kind of a weird comment about a story that's about a guy from the f our future who's been shunted into a past of a parallel dimension, and he's having to then remember his past with regards to his current present in our in which was actually his past is our present, which is confusing. Uh, I really dug it, though. I'm going to give it a, a solid 8 out of 10. Uh, next up is Spider-Man number 9. Uh, this is... Not that great. Um, it just feels like it doesn't get a lot going. It's just kind of passing time. It's written by Bendis, artwork by Nico Leon. Uh, it's got good art. Uh, kind of interesting that everyone's kind of looking for Miles. Um, there's kind of different team-ups happening here. Uh, different characters kind of worrying about where Miles is and what's going to happen as part of Civil War. But um, not much beyond that. And that kind of makes it hard to enjoy it as an issue because... Not, the main character is not really here, and it's, the supporting characters have some good moments, but it's not a story. It's just a reaction to an event which has been lackluster at best. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, next issue is Superman number 11 by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Leeson. Uh, this is fantastic. 
Um, the, the World's Smallest Part 2 is great. Um, artwork is by Patrick Leeson as well, but he's also uh, doing the story now. This is a great kind of lead-up to the eventual Super Sons book. And it's got really good stuff, and I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Last but not least is Thanos, which is very enjoyable. Um, it's it really kind of sets the stage for what Thanos is going to be. Um, this is by uh, a great creative team of Jason Aaron and... Um, Sorry, Jeff Lemire, I'm sorry, and Mike Diodato Jr. Anyways, this was great. Unfortunately, I'm short on time. All I can tell you is that it's an 8 out of 10, and so was Superman. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, next episode will be up next tomorrow on the Friday, uh, as everyone's enjoying uh, Black Friday in the States, and this episode's actually going up on Thanksgiving, I guess, for our American friends, so happy Thanksgiving. Uh, but next episode will be Devin Grayson on the show, which will be really good episode 428 and the next week episode 430 we'll have a conversation with john ostrander so some great stuff coming up in the next few episodes so we'll hope you uh you download those episodes and join us for those thanks again and we'll catch you next time Bye bye